Hey guys, what's up? Gusnav here with another episode of the Gusnav Show. So, I was, well, it is currently like 4.53 right now, and I, I've been doing coding for the last 10 hours or something, and I just wanted a little break, so I walked down to Central Park, and that's probably the first time I've ever been there, even though I've been in this city for three, two, three months, something like that. Anyway, so I walked down, and as I walked back into my apartment, I had an idea. And I think that this idea has probably been said many times before by philosophers, but I, I don't know, I just stumbled upon it after, after thinking for a little bit, but, and I, I don't think, I don't know who I got it, who I got, I don't think I got it from anyone, I just, I think I just piece things together, but I, it's probably not an original idea. But the idea is, what is, what is science? And in a deeper sense, does science, can science even tell you what something really is? I think that, because I was thinking, okay, well, will science, you know, will science be able to say what consciousness is and I was thinking well if it ever says what consciousness is and it's not like you know Christian or anything like that oh maybe the belief system will fall apart or something and that would be interesting but I was thinking does science can science even tell you what something is and I don't know if that's entirely I don't know if that's entirely possible maybe i think what science does is it's a it's a description it's a descriptive thing it's a descriptive kind of thought process and it's a predictive one so and i'd say that's also a form of description you know you describe a behavior of something you know if you see a pattern you can describe that pattern but science doesn't tell you what something is it tells you something about an existing phenomenon or an existing thing within reality. And it can probably, you know, you could say, well, isn't that something, isn't that saying what something is? And I don't know if that's really the case because, well, let's just look at the scientific research on consciousness over the last 150, 200 years. I think it's closer to 150. And I think it, psychology really started really popped off around 1870 I think but I think actually it's been the early forms of it began in how would you say it I think the 1700s late 1700s maybe anyway point being over the last 150 to 200 years plus our thoughts on psychology or our scientific research on psychology has made a lot of very interesting descriptive analyses of, of human thought, human experience and such. But I don't, and I think, I think, you know, it's done a lot of different things. It said, oh, you know, there's these things, there's this, we're going to measure, you know, 
general intelligence with some crude metric, you know, and we're going to call it IQ, you know, is, is, is that, is, is IQ intelligence? No, it's a descriptor, you know, it's a, it's an adjective that describes intelligence. You know, it's not the noun, it's the adjective. And there's a bunch of little different descriptors, but do we know what consciousness is? Like, do we know what it essentially is? Do we know, you know, I guess, at the very bottom of it, what does it entail? What is the, the you know, maybe in relation to everything, what is it? I don't, I don't know. Let, let, let's, let's try and come up with a better kind of way to say what, what, what is, is, I guess. What is, is. I think that is, is potentially maybe knowledge of, you know, the, inher- the, the, the core truth of something. And I guess what I, what I mean by that is, Well, let's just see here. What, what do I mean by that? What I mean by that is... That if you look at other, brand, other parts of, you know, logic or math or science, if you have a bunch of things that you've clearly defined... You know, if you say, let's just look at the very basic of basics of logic, you know, uh, such as, I guess, if A equals, or, you know, let me see here. Uh, let, let's just see here. If every man is mortal, and if Gusnav is a man, then Gusnav is mortal. And the assumption there is that you know exactly what a mortal is, and you know exactly what a man is, and then it follows that you can predict something, I guess. But the core assumption within that little framework is that you know what something essentially is, or maybe in a computer programming sense, you know, a variable can only really be one thing, I guess, unless you're talking about arrays or classes or whatever, but let's talk about just a single, like, let's say a Boolean variable, Boolean, 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 that's how I've, I've heard it said, but you know, it's a zero or a one, right? That's what it can be. It can be one of those, you know, and that's a thing. And you know what a zero and a one is, I guess, within the framework of what you're talking about. But But I think you can only truly really know something if you're talking about it within some sort of framework, potentially, maybe. And I think that's what science kind of, that's I think what people in science maybe conflate with knowledge. I think they say, okay, we have a framework and I know kind of what the basics essence is of something within this framework. So therefore I know exactly what this is, but the problem is you're looking you're, you're looking at it within a finite framework which doesn't describe everything and i think every framework has its limitations and has things that maybe it won't be able to describe everything with it, 
and maybe it's not description, but like, you know, it can maybe describe everything to an extent, but like, can it say what essentially something is? And I, actually, let's, let's go back because I'm, I'm kind of trying to think this through. Consciousness, or let's look at science. So science is like, you know, your eyes and ears, your senses. It gives you, it reads, you read in data, you read in variables in science. You read in information. And with this information, you're able to view patterns and predict and show relations between different other variables in something. You know, you can get visual data, you know. You can see if something's more dark or more light. And then let's say you move your, let's say you're, you, you can only see if something is light or dark, right? And you can also control the movement of your head, right? Let's say you move your head to the right and it turns lighter. You move your head to the left and it turns darker. You know, you can describe using a scientific method that, okay, if I move my head right, it's lighter. If I move my head left, it's darker. It's a prediction, right? So you can predict if you move your head there, that will happen. If you move your head the other way, another thing will happen. That's science. Does it say what light and dark is? What Does it say what space-time is? Does it say what motion is? No, but it describes kind of within the system what happens. And you could argue that, you know, it perfectly can describe it, maybe. But does it, does it explain the experience of it? Can you explain the experience of something with science? Can you explain consciousness, conscious experience with science? Because experience is not just a bunch of, you know, information. Just, you know, strewn about there. It's not just random bits that just now suddenly experience, I I don't think. I don't think it's, I, I, we don't know. That's, that's the thing. We don't really know what it is, but I don't think that you can just explain, oh, you know what? Hey, hey, buddy. Hey, buddy boy. That's a nice experience you got there. It'd be a shame if, it'd be a shame if, if I, if I described it completely, because I don't think you can. I don't know where I was going with that. Anyway, the point is, science tells you, science tells you that the, that the, the color of an apple is red. It tells you that it weighs, you know, a quarter of a pound. It tells you that it's made up of these certain little structures called atoms. It says that these atoms, you know, have these quantum phenomenon, you know, it describes all of this, but can science tell you, or maybe it can tell you something, but, but can science experience, can it be something, can it, can it, maybe not, because we're not talking here. We're saying something even deeper than just language, I'd think. Um, and description. Can science... Can you look at something with numbers? 
Can science be the act of looking? Can science be the act of, you know, perceiving and experiencing reality? Science won't be able to tell you, you know, won't be able to experience. Information won't be able to experience. It can describe. But I think that the realm of knowing what something is might only be reachable through conscious experience because within conscious experience is where is is formed because your frame the framework of your mind and your reality and your experience it is complete right your worldview is kind of, you know, it's not a worldview, but, you know, your your experience is something that is complete. You know, you could say, well, oh, it's no, it's not. There's, like, what would it mean for your conscious experience not to be complete? What would it mean that you don't know, you know, know that you you exist? You know, maybe you do take some psychedelics or whatever, and maybe you, oh, I don't know that it, that I exist or something like that. I don't even know what that means, but... You're still there. You're still experiencing it. And you can still know that you are, you know, an entity. You, you, you are, right? And within the phenomenon of consciousness, it's something that encompasses all of reality, right? As a, as a brain, as a human, as an entity, you are in reality. Therefore, everything that you... You, you encompass all of reality because you're a part of reality, right? You, you, you can't say, oh, you know what, I, I'm not going to, you know, you know what, <laughs> I, I, I refuse to exist within, you know, the, the, the X dimension. I refuse to exist within there. I, 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 refuse to, I refuse to exist within, you know, part of the observable universe. I, I refuse to be a part of that. I refuse to exist within this frame of mathematics. No. Everything, everything in reality is contained within your mind and your mind experiences all of reality. And maybe all of reality isn't in your mind, right? But it kind of, you know, some level of it has to be there. You know, some, maybe not perception of reality, but the fact of the matter is like, you're a part of it. So you need to kind of, I mean, for existence to exist, even if you have like a very warped view of reality or maybe you're like, you know, insane, you still have a conception of it. And the conception of it, no matter how imperfect or how, you know, warped or crazy or whatever, is still a conception of reality, which means that it's an approximation of reality. And to yourself, to you, to your experience, you know, that is the universe. You know, meaning that it's a, I mean, for your, sub, or, or how would you say it? Uh, for your finite conscious framework, it's, you know, a complete framework. You know, you could say, okay, you can, you can rationally say, oh, you know, it isn't complete because I don't know everything, but that's, that's not what we're talking about. We're saying a complete approximation of reality. And I guess it's a weird way of putting it, but still, 
what I mean by complete is like, you know, in the logical argument we, we went through before, it's like we assumed that we knew, knew what a man was. We assumed we knew what a mortal was. Therefore, we could also assume that, you know, man is mortal and have all these connections that work, right? And by a human being existing within reality, they kind of, by their existence, assume a certain completeness in their being in a similar way. You know, they don't know everything, but by existing in reality, it's not that you have to assume that you know everything, but it's, you're kind of saying, you know what, I have a good enough picture of reality that You know, my approximation of reality appears to be complete. Because let, let's say if it, it, like, let's say your mind didn't realize, or you, you, you didn't think that your view of reality was complete. You know, it's like, oh, you know what, I, you lived like, like, you know, I don't know how, like, what, what I mean by that is like, I mean, you walk outside and you just think, oh, you know, maybe, you know, everything that exists behind me doesn't actually exist. You know, it's not actually there. Or what if you think that, you know, an incomplete view of reality, you know, would be like, oh, you know what? The only thing that exists is what I can see. But even then, that's a, that would be, I guess, com complete in some sense because you're assuming that, you know, everything in front of you is something that is part of it. Anyway, gosh. This is a this is a really rambly part podcast part, but it's also probably because I haven't slept at all. <laughs> but uh, I'm trying to trying to trying to think about something here. What were we, shoot? What were we talking about? Um, so reality. <laughs> It's not even, I guess we're kind of going into a base, I think I, th I think I got goaded into uh, having a discussion that I actually wasn't trying to have. I was, I'm, I guess I was trying to go into, oh, what's the core fundamental belief that everyone has? Because everyone has, I don't think there is. I was going to say, oh, well, we assume that reality maybe is constant, but I mean, almost all pagan cultures Neolithic pagan cultures, they assumed that, you know, the sun was not going to come up the next day unless you did a ritual. And it was assumed that everything was like in flux and reality was like something that, you know, was relative and constantly changing and there was no way of predicting it. But that's not true because people can believe that or not. But and people might not even assume that things are real. So I guess it's not about what we believe, but it's about it's not even about, you know, what you think, but I'd say that the consciousness itself is something that in its perception is def de like definitive. The perception of, of, of reality 
I guess that, that's kind of what I'm trying to get, get to. The perception of reality is definitive. There isn't a, oh, you know what, I'll load this later. You know, and, oh, oh, you know what, you're, you're, the, the sound that you're going to have, the sound that you should hear, you know, that's something I got to figure it out. I got to figure out the, the science behind what, what needs to be heard, and then I'll, 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 you'll experience the sound. And, hey, maybe there's some psychological phenomenon where you can't hear this or there's delay or whatever. But, yeah, so maybe that's a wrong way of putting it. But, uh, a piece of art. You could argue that a piece of art is always complete. Subjective works, you could argue, are always complete. Even ones that, you know, it's like someone did, there's a rap, you know, there's a rap beat that someone didn't put a beat into, but they put some synths, right? You could publish it, and it would, that's still a complete piece of art. You know, a, a, pa a painting that someone didn't finish, it's still a complete piece of art. There's still definitive, you know, it's a definitively complete piece of art, and you could say, well, they didn't finish, it's like, well, the medium, the medium is also the message, you know, they didn't finish, maybe that's a part of it, <clears throat> but still, you know, it's done. Maybe they're going to add more to it, but still at that moment, it is done. And I say consciousness, the subjective consciousness is a, is a similar thing, you know, it's a definitive framework that assumes that maybe oh, it's not, we're getting back into assumptions that we shouldn't go there. Maybe we should, but I don't, I don't think so. Um, but consciousness assumes, it doesn't assume, let's not go there. There isn't a way to kind of, well, I was going to say there isn't a way to get around reality and say, well, you could try, you know, with drugs or insanity or or maybe the only way to get around reality is to just turn off, you know, to go to sleep or to pass out or, you know, maybe that's, maybe that's, a, but, but, you know, what happens when you decide to pass out, when you decide to check out a reality, right? You stop, you are no longer conscious. Like, oh, you know what? I, reality is too much. I'm going to check out. So. But yeah, you can't, you can't, you know, you can't cheat reality. It's not something you can say, you know, take a half measure with. It's not something that you can, you know, just, you know, approximate within your subjective experience. It is the full thing at all times. And if you don't want it to be the full thing at all times, then you are no longer conscious. You no longer exist for a little bit. But while you're there... Even if it's in a small amount, even if you are, you know, screwed up with drugs or whatever, you aren't really perceiving things accurately. You still kind of are. Well, you, know, you, you still are kind of perceiving things. It still is the full brunt of it. It's just through a filter, you know. You can still have a, the full brunt of something, even if it's like, you know, damped or whatever. So that's what I'm saying, I guess. He can't cheat reality. It's not something that can be, you know, it's definitive. 
science is not definitive. That's I think that's where we, that's the ra- roundabout way of saying, you know, that's the maybe that's the difference between it. The subjective experience that we have is definitive. Subjective art is definitive. Everything that is subjective, you know, it's relative, you know, but it's still definitive. The different frameworks of understanding and whatnot doesn't matter. It's still within an experiential kind of... I mean, it's not even a framework. Within experience, things are definitive. Things are known. Things are known. That is what reality through experience is things are known if you're if you're if someone is fucking stabbing you in the gut you know you know the pain you know what you're feeling you know that it's it's there you know you can't just say oh you know you can you can lie to yourself you know you can maybe check out you know pass out no longer be conscious you know but it's still something that is like you, you, you it's definitive it's not something that that is like in question, you know, maybe you're, you're, you, you think that it's in question, your, your, your mind kind of, you know, you, you logically have different beliefs about something, but still the experience itself isn't something that you can just get around. It's not something, it's something that you know, inherently, you know, it's not something that you need to figure out. It's something that is, it's something that is known. Whereas with science, I, you can describe, oh yes, the Someone got fucking stabbed in the gut and it it severed this part of his intestine and did this and da 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 and he's losing blood at, at a rate of blah 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 per second and da 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 you know, it can describe all this. And it can describe maybe what's going on in your brain. It can describe, you know, how shock works. It can describe this and that. But it isn't definitive. It won't be able to say, you know, everything about something. It's not even the description of everything. It doesn't, that doesn't matter. Because to know something truly maybe you need to exist within the framework of consciousness where everything is subjective but everything is known. I don't know if that made sense, but I, I, I don't, I think, I think it, I think it works. The dichotomy between knowledge and experience, maybe, maybe, tell me if, tell me if this makes sense. Tell me if this makes sense. Cause I guess the word we're, I was talking about science, but maybe we're, the, the more general thing is knowledge, you know? Well, it's not really knowledge either. It's uh, descriptions of reality, you know, sense data. Anyway, consciousness versus information, maybe. Experience versus information. Science is, is information. Experience is consciousness. And they're two different things, I'd say. I don't know. I don't know if science will. I don't. I don't think like science won't be able to tell you what is. Like you could say, okay, well, well, it knows what a star is. It's like, okay, well, a star, you know, it's a collection of this, these small little structures 
called atoms that are, you know, governed by these different, you know, relations or whatever, or particle kind of quantum phenomenon called forces. And then you have a bunch of this hydrogen that is, you know, coalesces into a ball of plasma that, uh, you know, is held together by gravity. But then there's another force, you know, the, the, the forces and the pressures and, 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 you know, the, 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 that are inside of this cause like an outward force called, uh, fusion and the fusion fights the gravity. And that's kind of how this, this, you know, this chain reaction of a, of, of, of stellar, how would you say it? You know, stellar combustion works, I guess. And you could say, oh, yes, that's, that's what, that's what a star is. But it's like, I don't know. You're, you're still just describing things about it. Like, can you say what mass is? And you could maybe say, oh yes, mass is da 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 da. But then I, I would say that, and I think that many, I think a lot of scientists today are kind of agreeing with the sentiment, but I don't think you can really explain something all the way down. There's always like another level of, okay, well, what about the, what's that, what's that about? Oh, okay. What's that about? Okay. What's that about? Okay. What's that about? You know, it's like, okay, well we have, you know, we, every person has a mass, right? It's okay. Well, what, what are these people made out of? Okay. Well, they're made of cells. Okay. Let's look at the cells. What are they made out of? Well, they're made out of these like building blocks, proteins, enzymes, da, da, da. What are those made out of? You know, okay. Well, those are made out of molecules. What are those atoms? What are the atoms made out of? You know, the particles, what are the particles made out of? Like even smaller particles, what are those made out of? It's like, well, they're made of like energies and Maybe there were waves and da da da, da and like ugh. And then you go and it's like oh well what if they're like weird mathematical systems and like it the f- deeper you go down there's probably like another level below it maybe that's what it seems to me to be the case but and even if you do describe let's say you describe everything about it, it's like it's still just a description of the mathematics it's like well what what it, what is it actually. I don't know. I think that reality is described by information and science, but it is known through the mind, through our consciousness. <clears throat> Another anendum. Addendum? Anyway, another addition to this is that uh, what is art? If the distinction between experience and information is that experience is definitive, then art, I'd say, is fundamentally different than information because it's not just a description of events. No, no, no. Art is a distillation of the essence of something and it is showing you what something is. At least maybe that's that's a way to look at it. 
you know, art is saying this is the event or this is the object or this is blah, blah, blah. And it is through art that we could distill the essence of something, potentially. And you could say, well, how is that? What, isn't it just a description? No. Because by viewing art, you experience what is being described, I guess. In a way that is probably fundamentally different than other things, you know. You look at art, and now you're you're there. Now you experience the emotions. You experience what needs to be experienced. You know, it's not just a description. It's not just, I, <coughs> excuse me. I'm, I look at the, the numbers and I see the pattern. No, no, no. You look at it. You feel it. You're there. That's you know. You're in the simulation, kind of. You know, this is movies. This is paintings. This is poetry. This is why everyone values all this stuff so much because it is one of the few things in reality that is definitive, that contains something in its essence. That is what art is. Information, science, it can't tell you what something is. Because it's always going to be finite. It's always going to be incomplete. But your consciousness is complete in its definitiveness. In the fact that experience is something that, you know, that is real. That is immediate. It's something you can't run from. And by running from it, you no longer experience. So the, the condition for experience is that... You are there and that it is definitive and it is something that is real, right? So I guess that's the that's the value of art. It is something that communicates true knowledge. <laughs>